0: Warning, this episode contains adult language and adult humor. Since when have trumpet players ever been considered adults? If you are easily offended by these types of conversations, consider switching to the oboe. Welcome to the Trumpet Guru's Hang podcast. I'm your host, Jose Johnson. My guest for this episode is Aaron Rom. Aaron is a man of many talents and many voices. He has performed across the globe as a featured soloist and with his parents as part of the Rom family trio. He is a dedicated educator, a black belt in taekwondo, a voice actor, and a bit of a comedian. Aaron approaches the trumpet and life with a positive attitude and wins people over with his infectious smile and wacky sense of humor. So pour yourself a big glass, pull up a chair, and let the hang begin. welcome to this episode of the Trumpet Gurus Hang. Today my special guest is Mr. Aaron Rahm and uh, for those of you who don't know Aaron, um, you don't know Aaron and we're going to learn a lot about him today. Uh, Great trumpet player and uh, besides that he also has a great beard. For those of you who are uh, viewing today on uh, our video stream, uh, yes, Aaron is is doing his thing. So, Aaron, man, it's just good to see you again. It's been a while. Oh, so, I,
1: I I apologize. I was just I was just reading a little bit about
0: <laughs> about oh.
1: my mindfulness secrets. I, I I apologize. Nice to see you too. Thanks for having me on.
0: Hey, you know it, it's been a bit, and uh, as we are doing this episode today, we are obviously still in the midst of the uh, COVID nineteen. Uh, lockdowns and uh, yeah, it is madness. And yeah, everybody's kind of dealing with it differently. And I just, you know, how, how are you dealing with stuff? I mean, how, how's this affecting you and your, your profession?
1: Well um, you know, when I'm, when I'm running around screaming and crying and curled up in the fetal position uh, in the corner um, things are, things are looking pretty good. <laughs> now, actually, you know, I, I've been really, really fortunate. My wife and I both, um, And my parents also, we've all been very, very fortunate uh, that the, yeah, while we lose work uh, from the performance side of things, we've been able to teach and and we're all actually together right now,
0: um,
1: which is, which is really nice. And, and uh, down in Florida. And uh, you know, with, with, with all that stuff in mind, it's, it's made me kind of count my blessings a little bit more (laughs) and, and say like, are the things that I would stress out before, uh truly things that I really need to be losing sleep over, uh, versus, you know, the, the the grander scheme of things, not to not to sound all woo-woo, but I think that the health, family, um, time spent together and, and the way that we treat the time that we spend together. Um and again, I don't I don't mean to sound like Miss America here, but I, I those things are really becoming much more important to to me than they were yeah. before, but but even more so obviously. So so we're doing actually quite well. Um, I try to avoid watching the news when mm-hmm. possible um, and not because I, I want to be insensitive, but just because of uh, with worry, 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 I yeah. try to try to avoid that. And that really gets in the way of, of my person and when I'm actually trying to get some work done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So, so yeah. And and uh, to make a, to make a short answer really long, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're doing, we're doing really well. Good deal.
0: Good deal. Well, you know, it, that's one of the things that, that when we first met, I think kind of uh, we, we, we felt this connection on is that, you know, having a, you know, being trumpet players, obviously, uh, but, but having a, a little more of a, for lack of a better word, kind of a spiritual, uh, yes. you know, uh, the philosophical approach to life. Um, and I mean, it certainly served me well. Uh, and I, I think that it it certainly helped you a lot in, in your processes and, and we share a mutual love for martial arts and, uh, I keep up with your, uh, your split
1: training. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's silliness of no, nothing compared to you. you, know, you know, one of the things that, that I, <laughs> I cannot compare myself or even consider myself in your realm as a martial artist, because you are a true martial artist right Damn. i am an enthusiast and we're we're both enthusiasts but i'm not a true okay. martial artist i would be um i think not doing the the uh the work and the study that people like you have put into it over an entire lifetime um doing that justice versus me just like watching a lot of jean-claude van damme movies <laughs> and, <laughs> but uh, well, i watch my share of those too so. <laughs> so well why not cuz it's, it's it's great fun but uh and don't everybody attack at once. We'll all get yeah. confused. No, but, but it's, um, it, it's, it's something that's, that's been, you know, the martial arts have, have been uh, pretty important as a, as a guide growing up for me. And I know for, for, for you as well. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a really special thing that it seems to tie into everything. So yeah. that's really nice.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, like you're saying, you don't consider yourself uh, doing martial arts justice to call yourself a martial artist. It's like, I don't call myself a trumpet player. I, I, I'm a, a trumpet enthusiast. I, and, you know, I, I've been, yeah, you know, I've been playing for a while and, you know, uh, I do okay, but compared yeah, to is. someone like you or, you know, your dad, uh, you know, other people, you know, it's like, yeah, we all are on different levels, you know, and, uh, just like there are people that look up to you, uh, they're, are players that look up to me, which is yeah. very frightening. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think that, that, like for me over the years, uh, learning the idea, what I call the Kung Fu equation because in Chinese Kung Fu actually, Gong Fu as they really technically say means a skill that you get through time and hard work. That's mm. what it really means. It doesn't mean martial art. So uh, as I've reached this ripe old age of, you know, nearly 60, uh, I'm able to look back and see the parallel threads in life and try and put them all together. And yeah, you know, what it takes to be a great martial artist is the same thing. It takes to be a great trumpet player or, or to be a great father or a great businessman or anything, yeah. you know, anything that you want to be good at, you just got to put in the time and the work and having a good mentor always helps too. So, <laughs> right. you know, um, so the skills that you learn uh, are able to be placed, you know, wherever you want to place them. So like, who are the, some of the, the obviously I think your dad is a big mentor for you, but of who course, are some of the other of people course. that have, that really impacted you in terms of your, your growth as a musician?
1: You know, um, I, it, it's strange growing up with, the, around the Canadian brass um, and it had to come out at some point um, <laughs> Growing up around the Canadian brass. I didn't, I didn't realize that, that that planted a concept of, of what rise instruments can't sound like. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, so Fred Mills, the late Fred Mills, late, great Fred Mills, I should say, um, uh, anytime I, you know, pick up a pickle of trumpet a lot of people say, Oh, I think about Maurice Andre or so on so and so forth. I think of Fred and, and matching those sounds that are in the head and in the heart, um, you know, as, as best as I possibly can. You know, this guy was a giant, but, um, you know, the, the, as, as a mentor before actual mentorship, right. That was just the example along the way. Right. Uh, but it is, well, there are a lot of people along the way who've, who've, um, been there when they didn't need to be right and off the top of my head. I I haven't, um, especially right now, I, I, I haven't reached out to him as much as I probably should, but, uh, but my uh, instructor when I first went to college is uh, Alan Cox and, uh, he was at Southern Mississippi for a long time. And, uh, he was at uh, Vanderbilt when I was there. And, uh, he, he had a really nice way of working with me. Um, you know, cause I go to college and it's Ronnie Rahm's Ron, son, you know, it has gotta be, gotta be amazing. And not the time I, I, I was just getting it going. I decided very late that I wanted to do this. So, um, he was very patient with me, I we should say. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, along the way, one of the the, the gentlemen that I have uh, the the opportunity now to work with that I've moved back to Florida, um, Victor Mongillo, who was my first trumpet teacher. Can you imagine that? You know, the you know, uh, Ronnie Rahm calling you up and saying, "Hey, uh, would you teach my son trumpet?" I'm like, uh, right? And <laughs> and so now he's he's teaching in the at a, at a school here now where I coach, and and so he's he's brought me in pretty much on a weekly basis to work with his band program. And uh, that's, that's a real honor, you know, so he's is yeah. an incredible, an incredible commercial style player and, and just a really great guy and wonderful teacher. So, um, you know, the, my, my teachers along the way, uh, trumpet wise, certainly have, have been, um, man, I kept I an obvious over here, but uh, really, really important and impactful in a very positive way. Um, and, you know, I think sometimes we learn more from the people that we weren't necessarily inspired by you know I won't talk about those people necessarily but yeah, well, how I will not how I will not treat people. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh we I think we've all had teachers like that and that's and that's part of the journey too.
0: So, yeah. Well, I yeah. I remember having a conversation with you about uh you know growing up in a famous musical family and I, I mean I'm sure you get asked about that a lot about you know growing up with with a you know a dad trumpet playing dad who's who's so well known and so beloved in the trumpet playing community um but uh, how much pressure did you feel to to pick up the trumpet and did your dad like add to the pressure or did he kind of back up off of it or
1: no they're all really cool about that. One one thing I do want to make clear to everybody, I, I forgot to mention <laughs> it seems so obvious, but but in the last question, uh, I did my dad has always been a mentor and and continues to be. To, to me, very important, and we do get along really well, so there's there's that, there's that's helpful it's not like, oh, I've repressed memories, but no, it's, it's uh, no, we, we, he is a, a forever mentor for me, so uh, now to jump to this question your, um, you know, there was really never any pressure at all um, The <laughs> it's actually kind of a funny story, when the gentleman who I was just talking about um, Victor was, was uh, starting the band program at the school where I was going to at the time um, they sent a letter home you know all the parents and and saying, well, we're starting a band program. If his children would like to start, uh, you know, let us know what instrument they're interested in. We'll have a petting zoo and all that stuff, right? And uh, so I, I I come home and uh, and I announce to mom and dad, mom, dad, I want to play, and they're like, oh, <laughs> <Right>. here it <laughs> <The> comes, tuba. <laughs> <laughs> right. I said the tuba, right? And. And I can distinctly remember dad kind of like, all right. Um, so, you know, Chuck in the brass, he, he has to carry that big tuba case around everywhere he goes. Right. Right. Said, yeah. Uh, do you want to do that? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Isn't <laughs> so that what was, roadies are for? <laughs>
1: <that's right. laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, you know, from there is, it, it was the trumpet and, and uh, is it you know? I I think the the real question is it's like oh it was great wonderful sure, and and so I think the real trick for them and I, I applaud them for this was when I I said I think I'd I'd, I'd like to study you know trumpet for college. And, it, you know growing up they never made a big deal about who, dad is, you know. Mm-hmm. In, in fact, he's he's right up there watching over us, right? Uh. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm there. He's uh he they never made a big deal. I, I didn't think like every dad did that, but it was more like, that's just what he did. And that was his work. Right. It wasn't like, um, he always had this, this thing. And I believe it not to never believe your own PR. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, (laughs) and if you ever talk to him, you you know, it's, it's very much, very much like that, uh, self-aware, but also very self-effacing. And, and, and so, (laughs) um, I would, I would meet people on the way. I can never really understand it at the time where they're like, wait, your last name is wrong. I said, yeah. And your last name is whatever. Right. And I say, are, are, are you related to my I said, yeah, he's my dad. Like, (laughs) and to me it was, it was just people dad work and that's what it was. Right. Right. And music was Mm -hmm. always still a very positive thing. And, uh, and so like understanding later on, it's like, Oh, Oh, Oops, (laughs) Oops, <laughs> you know? and, and I never wanted to sound like you know a, a pompous weenie about the whole thing, but uh, right. you know, that's just kind of what it is, and 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 I again, I applaud my parents for that because that's it's I think it's very easy to to say like oh well well we do this and right, um with sometimes without realizing, it. yeah, but they're they're always very cool about it, and and uh, they they made sure to me making known that it was Dad first and Ronnie Rama, the Canadian Brass second. Right. And yeah. he would call call home every day, wherever he was, Germany, Japan, Dayton, I don't know, you know, wherever <laughs> yeah. they were, wherever they were performing, he would, he would call home, um, every single day. And I can't imagine in the eighties what the phone bill was. They said something like, you know, up, upwards of the many, many hundreds of dollars. That, that, oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Like
1: nuts. That's so, you know, when cell phones came, I was like, ring, ring, hello, you know, <laughs> and to carry this, this huge box with you back. In the yeah. We were listening. Um, but yeah, so that, that was, that, you know, growing up around that, it, it was, music has always been a very positive thing, but never in a way that was like, you, you have to do this. So they, what they told me was early on, look, if you want to do it, we'll help you. All you got to do is ask. So mm-hmm. the ball was in my court. And I, I think I developed a little bit of pride. It's like, no, I can, I can do this on my own which is now that I think about it, I, I, if I could go back and slap myself in the face, I would, but, um, you know, just take the, take the resources right. when you have yeah. them. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's one thing that, that I, I, you know, I tell my students a, a lot too. It's like, look, if you, if you need help, let me know, you know, if I assign something to you that, that might be a little bit challenging, which is every, every time, um, uh, let, let me know and listen. we'll see how we can kind of work through it. But, rarely is there the follow through of not to pick on my students, but rarely is there the follow through of like, Hey, I'm having trouble with this. Right. Right. Versus like, okay, we got this. So, Mm -hmm. you know, and you know, so Hey, students part of the journey. So that's what it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's trying to find that delicate balance in ego where, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the ego is kind of what drives us to want to do better, to do better. Uh, and there there is a certain satisfaction that you get from figuring it out on your own, but there's also a lot of frustration that goes along <laughs> with that. So just being having that healthy ego to be able to say, you know, there's somebody that could that could give me some assistance and that's going to help me get further a lot faster than than me trying to muddle through uh sure. through the forest for a while. Yeah, and, look, I mean look, sorry, sorry to interrupt
1: uh, no, deal, no, as no. as a as a as a Master, you know, and, and, and teaching others, you know, um, kung fu. I mean, you see, you see the actions, right? You see what they're doing, where they're struggling. Do you see that similar, similarly, in the way of what you might see in a, in a, in a trumpet student as well? I'm, I'm just out of my
0: curiosity. It's it's all the same thing, you know. It, that's that's kind of my philosophy on life at this point. It's like it's all the same thing. And I, I used to, I, I got an argument with one of my top students years ago, uh, where I was saying, oh, this movement in this form is like this movement in this other form. And she's like, no, it's not. Like, no, it's it's exactly the same. She goes, well, but that's this style. And this is another style. So they can't be the same. And I'm like, no, it's the same thing. And I mean, her head just blew up. And I took that and i took it from the martial arts side and i started to look at life and uh one of my favorite quotes is uh how you do anything is how you do everything and mm. so there's a science to success there's methods there's things processes that you have to go through whether it's the the mental processes or the physical processes but there's a process that you go through and it's the same across the board uh the the, the, the names have been changed to protect the innocent, but the, the, the story, the story is absolutely the same. So yeah, the, the things that you see in as a, as a trumpet uh, professor, the things you'd see as a martial arts professor, the things you would see as uh, a business consultant it, it is no difference. There really is no difference. So there's Being my answer. Of, I
1: would, I, well, I would, I would imagine kind of, uh, sorry, uh, the tables have turned, Mr. Bond. Um, shifting that around on you but just out of my own curiosity because you know going going back to Taekwondo for a little while and actually mm-hmm. I, I ran into one of the masters that, that yesterday who, who works during her day job is is um is building signs for companies right okay and uh, my, my wife and i were on a on a, on a walk and uh you know and, I, and i'm just i'm just raining sweat right and we're just walking right. granted it's, Florida, it's hot but yeah. you know so it's like oh i've totally been running this entire time no i was walking and, and so, so we see, you know, this uh, is this lady very fit. My wife says, "Like, oh, I wanted you know, want to look like that, right?" And I said, "Wait a second, that's that's Master so and so, right?" And so we went over and, and said, "I was just like, ah, I haven't seen you guys since uh, since your wedding." And that was September, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, so "Where you where you been?" Right? And uh, but you know, seeing, seeing that, that that process of of uh, when I was growing up, it's the same lady that was there the entire time, right, of like, hey, um, what do you work on now? <laughs> you know, you, you get to a certain level, what do you work on? You know, it's the same, I guess I'm, I'm shifting gears here a little bit, but, you know, what at, at what point do we start changing, uh, going away from form one? Here's a straight punch, here's a, here's a low block versus long tones, scales, it's all the same, right? Yeah. I guess I'm now just putting into pieces what you, what you just said. Yeah. It's, it's all fundamentals. Today.
0: Yeah. yeah, It's yeah. all fundamentals, you know, and, and it's the, I think maybe if you, if you look at people that are great in anything that it's their ability to uh, make friends with the mundane mm you know it's if you're a trumpet player it's it's you know doing your long tones it's it's doing your your finger exercises the, the stuff that's not particularly sexy yeah you know um, and trying to make it is, sexy that's that's yeah, the yeah. tricky part well, yeah yeah That's, that, that yeah. is that is the thing and um yeah when you can do that when you can when you can develop this love affair with the process then you're going to reach these higher levels but uh, you know everybody's always looking for the next shiny thing you know it's like this you know squirrel 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 kind of world so you know, but yeah there there's uh, definitely the the correlations there um so uh when you, as you mentioned before, you know, you made your little James Bond quote. Uh, you are famous for your James Bond photo with <laughs> your Robert and well, Trump. Of course. But I of appreciate course. that. Yes. Uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> the rest of the
1: conversation will be in Sean Connery today. Uh, maybe not. If I okay,
0: it's been Okay. It's been a great time with <laughs> hey, you. I appreciate
1: no. you having yours. <laughs> great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey so that goes man. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely. And that's actually where I wanted to go is that um humor plays a big part in your life, you know, you you you're, you're quick with a joke, you you like to have a little fun and uh you know, what who's who's your big source of uh inspiration for your your humor?
1: Well, the family, I mean, is, again, to bring dad back into the, into the picture, I mean, he's got a really funny, well, funny, of course, um, but strange in a, in, a, in a really fun way, a uh, sense of humor, and 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 my mom is, is very dry, you know, so I grew up around that, um, but, you know, I, I used to watch a lot of Ren and Stimpy growing up, and, and uh, my biggest heroes, one of my biggest heroes, so to really answer your question from before, I keep back sorry about that yeah, sorry. there you go Hashtag, not, sorry jim carrey and and um just idolized the guy growing up right and but his a lot of his was based off of looney tunes right so i watched mm-hmm. a lot of cartoons growing up so i i look at the at the different personalities and the characters and situations and, and try to find the lunacy and everything as much as i can because that it is too easy. I mentioned before, not watching the news. Um, It's very easy to look at the, the poopy going on out there. But if we can find just, just some little morsel of ridiculous (laughs) in anything that we do of um, then, then it makes life so much, so much easier to deal with. Right. And so that's not to say like, I'm a tortured soul. It's not like that at all. I've had a, had a very, hampered lifestyle so far but uh you know finding the funny and 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 the the characters and pretty much every, everything we do musically it helps me out too finding characters 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 and and I think growing up I didn't want to be an actor so mm-hmm. naturally kind of gravitating toward that and 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 then moving toward the the voice side of things um, mm-hmm. uh of characters and the the very unique uh sounds that that some characters can make so it's uh to me that's kind of where that where that comes from there's a lot of cartoons and and you know mel Blanc man what a what a master oh my gosh yeah
0: oh yeah i love mel Blanc, right yeah hey you know um there's a, a book that I was, uh, I'm actually reading right now. Uh, it's called the alter ego effect, uh, by, uh, he's a, a high performance coach, like a sports performance coach. Also does a lot of stuff with like entertainers and uh, business people. Uh, Todd Herman, Tom Herman, I always get those two confused. There's a coach and then there's like a, a football coach. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> I think it's Todd Herman. Um, uh, but his whole thing is that, uh, particularly in the field of athletics uh, that people develop these alter egos where uh, it's, it's the, uh, when you're on the field, you become a different person. And, you know, then off then he's work with entertainers and business people and things like that. Um, So do you have an alter ego that you go to for your performances?
1: For the performances, you know, there's not one, I would say. The the short answer is not, there's not one. Um, the, the best way I can describe I, I've been told along the way uh, that, that when, you know, when you pick up the trumpet, all bets are off. Right. And, um, it, but there's not really one, what I found has been most effective is whatever that, that, uh, personality is for that piece or right, that right. Per- particular performance. Um, and, and even then it's, that's still going to be my take on it. So it's not an entirely separate alter ego. You know, I would say that, that, so for example, playing, uh, playing Haydn or something like that, you know, um, standard repertoire that, that if I'm, if I'm playing that, I'm still, you know, you do walk out there with the posture and all that stuff, but it, in, in, the same way, it's still gotta be you bringing that idea. Right. I think mm-hmm. so. And, 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 I've found that to be really effective for me. So there is a, there is a, maybe a better way to describe it is a conversation between me and an alter ego, right. why because I tell the best jokes and I laugh at all my jokes, so it, it anyway. works out well, but there's that so but yeah i I think that's there it's there um, and sometimes it's just even just a feeling you know going past the nerves, the usual bodily Issues, whatever you want to call them, or uh, there's a better term for that, I'm sure. But, but we'll, yeah. go yeah, well, we'll go with that for Yeah, we'll go. That'll work. <laughs> the, Does the, that tie um, in with your
0: Pampers thing?
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now that you mention it, that's my 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 uh, endorsement deal. But uh, actually, right now it'd be a great time to be endorsed by Pampers or a toilet paper company. Yeah. But. Um, you know, for for that, say you know, bringing all, all tying all that stuff together, mm-hmm. and and not even in a way that's it's practiced, I should say. You know, what you want to bring out, but what you can um, uh, muster in the moment. So that's 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 always been more more fun for me. The more that you build something up in your head, you know, and 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 if, when it's time to finally let it out, sometimes if it doesn't go the way that you expect. It or wanted it to, and it's like ah oh, man. But rather this this idea of of living in that moment and whatever you bring to it. I'm not saying we don't practice, not saying oh, all this, but whatever you bring to that moment of performance, and that's what it is. And and what I have found is to really th- to find that character and and live there for a second, and and you know for that time that you're you're on stage or recording.
0: Yeah, really hard to do in recording. So yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> do your thing. Uh, it, I feel how your you know, like your joy for music and your joy for life comes out in, in, in what you say and what you do. And I, I was uh, recently looking at some of your videos and uh, oh, <laughs> um, We won't talk about those videos. Those, <laughs> those are... <laughs> yeah. uh, but like, I was really impressed with uh, your performance of the uh, concert over here here James. And oh, thank just, you Just the, yeah, the, the sound that's like, if, if I wasn't looking at you and I'm listening, to that sounds like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a Harry James sound thanks, right thanks, there. Man. That, that means a lot. Thank you. But I, I know that you are, are called upon as a, uh, as a featured soloist to, you know, have to, to switch gears, you know, quite a bit. And that uh, you're talking about like, you know, doing the Haydn or if you do the Brandenburg or something like that, it's going to have a completely different feel, but do you have like a, a particular piece that, that you feel like, yeah, this, this, this is me. This is my, this is my jam.
1: You know, I, in a, in a strange way. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a known as a jazz player. I'm not known as a swing time player, a specialist like that, but for whatever reason I seem, I do seem to connect to the Harry James concerto, right? I, I, any of his other you know big pieces, I I don't, I haven't really dived into those too much, but um for whatever reason, that one is, is, is connects, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you talk about Brandenburg. That that one, I, I again, I'm not known as as the the, the guy for Brandenburg. I think I'm known as the guy that's dumb enough to say yes to it. Uh, one <laughs> ass, you <know? laughs> no, 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 and, and I, I say that only as as a joke, but with with all great respect for it. The way that I think of this, in, in a in a spiritual way, the the getting having the opportunity to play something like that, elevated by by Bach, is the closest in that moment of that I'll have a conversation with a higher power right Mm -hmm. and and whatever religion you want to think of in in terms of that by all means but in terms of of what a what a magical (laughs) thing to be a part of for for Brandenburg concerto number two um and yeah it is a very humbling experience bach always wins whenever you play that doesn't matter how well you do he still wins if you completely poop the bed he still wins right Right. so i i (laughs) i think it's it's um and again, such a such an honor to do that. So, yeah, I I would say that one of on a personal level, not for that's not my jam. It's one of those things of, of a of a friend that you like to visit that happens to be a formidable foe. Ah. <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, I I I, I kind of wishy washy around the answer. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I guess I'm also fortunate enough to now that I'm, I'm thinking about it fortunate to play stuff that i like a lot there's not a whole lot that i feel like i have to play um and that opens up a lot of other uh opportunities on the stage to to explore the again those those characters when when you're not stuck in like i hate this i really don't want to be here right now um you end up being very closed off yeah and i think that stifles a lot of what we, you, me, anybody else can bring to a performance. This is why people show up. Yeah. That's so, yeah, fun.
0: That's all. Yeah, fun. That's it. I I know for personally, I've gone through like kind of these, these different stages, these metamorphosis, if you will, of, uh, of you know, loving and living for the performance and uh, being more engrossed with the, the processes that go on in, in the, Teaching and the sharing. Mm. Uh, so, w- where do you find yourself right now? Um, are, do you feel like you lean more towards uh, being the educator or being the performer?
1: right right now uh more the educator um simply right like right now in this moment uh well these moments right now this, this right. time yeah. that we're, <laughs> we're quarantined <laughs> uh, as an edu- educator mostly because i'm working on a couple projects that have to do directly with that uh mm-hmm. working on a, on a video course with that actually on on this a um awesome uh, more more soon on that when, when when it's ready to be uh it's like, Zoolander and Magnum, right? Uh not not ready for that look yet. But the uh what are you drinking by the way? That looks
0: delish. Uh I was drinking a smoothie, a green smoothie of, of some sort. Of some sort. You don't want to tell me what's in there, do you? I have no idea what's in there. My <laughs> wife gave this to me but and it's I'm just good for you. And, it's, and it's, it makes you poop. That's all yeah. I know. It makes you poop. So, <laughs> you know, so. Eat you know that this
1: this is important advice, I guess my grandmother uh, handed this down. Eat, sleep, go to the bathroom. That's really what you need, which is true. You come down to it. I mean you know, we we can we can dress ourselves up and all we want and be these awesome performers, but that's what we all have in common.
0: We all need to eat, sleep, go to the bathroom, so there's that. It's uh making sure that you get it in the right order.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> if you're pooping while you're sleeping, you may have a slight problem. So, yeah. there's a we'll
1: get off the poop subject, but there's a while well, while we're doing the stream of consciousness thing here. My um, I saw a meme a while back. It's a doctor saying, or a, a patient talking to a doctor says, Doctor, I have, a, I have a problem. I every morning I, I poop at 8 a.m. Um, he says, Well, what's the problem with that? He says, Well, I get up at nine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was always been good for a chuckle, but uh, yeah. Anyway,
0: back to these back lofty, to the Sears, Sears, yes, one of course. So uh, education, you know, you're, you're working on a project with your dad, and that's coming up. But uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and and you know, I I to to think about this idea of what we're just talking about with with fundamentals is such I I guess as an educator in this area, I've I've become the fundamentals guy. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and uh, I think every teacher culture has, it's kind of like, you go to this teacher for that, you go to that teacher right. for this and all this. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess I've um, partly because it, it, we don't see this enough um, in, in schools is the fundamentals of playing and connecting that to musicianship and finding a way to do that for each personality. Right. Right. And so I decided that, that, that became my quest uh, this, this past year, few years um to do that because I didn't grow up working solely on fundamentals like I knew I I understood how the trumpet can sound and the music part for me was never that I shouldn't say it was easy but it once I got it I understood right it's like okay and and that happened fairly quickly by comparison to things like fundamentals so i had to work really hard at (laughs) at figuring out fundamentals and the why of those things and how that connects to music. So I said, well, if I'm like that, and undoubtedly there's, there's some other people that are, that, that, that share that too of like, okay, why do we do this? And how can we make these prettier? <laughs> right. How can we have, how can we connect it all together so that, you know, the, yeah, the same excitement or the same uh, drive playing a few long tones or Schlossberg studies or whatever, uh, as you do with something like Harry James. Right. I, I need, I need, so, and, and I know that's, that's, that's going a little, little out there, but ideally we want to have that same
0: kind of drive. I think. Yeah. No, I, I think you're absolutely on point with that. And whether it's music or any level, any type of education, um, I think sometimes we, we lose sight of the bigger picture. And, you know, ultimately, what are we trying to do? You know, if you if you're studying trumpet, your ultimate goal is to play music. Yeah. And if yeah. you if you separate your fundamentals from playing music, then it's really hard to apply one to the other. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think the idea of, of making them, you know, putting the fun in fundamentals, obviously, because for most. Oh, people, I get it you know ah, it's a a joke but uh but beyond that i mean it's it's always keeping in mind what you're trying to get out of this it's not you're not doing technique for technique's sake you're doing technique to give you the facility to be able to express uh, an idea an intention an emotion uh, in, in a tangible way and the better your technique the easier it is for you to do that ultimate thing which is to touch the the heart of somebody else so i think that you're just you're spot on with that and and i i know for myself uh my personality type i work much better with someone who has the kind of approach that I hear you talking about and your, your, your personality, your attitude, and as opposed to the, no, you suck do that again. And no, it has to be this way. And, you know, "Eh." but, um, you know, when you're, when you're working with students, I mean, I know I have my own personal level of frustrations as a student and a teacher. Um, what's kind of like your go-to strategy for, peeling away those layers of resistance to trying and, and, and help a person to, to see the benefit in what you're, you're giving them.
1: Um, usually I, I rely on throwing things. I'm uh, kidding. No. <laughs> particularly no, the person, no, you know, no, that's, that's really. where the martial arts training. Comes <laughs> I like your approach. It. It's good. Uh, well, I like to call them mind bullets. Now yeah. I, I, um, that, that's a, that's a, that's a wonderful question. and, and, and I don't, I, I talk a lot. I realized I was listening to another interview. i I'm sorry about that, but I guess that's why I'm on here. The, there's um, I, I recently started diving more into uh, meditation, uh, hypnosis yeah. as well, and not hypnotizing other people because you, you get sued for that uh, or trying to right? and neuro linguistic program. Right. And this is right. all, this is all out of, out of uh, trying to figure stuff out for myself. And so there, there is a series of questions that I think we we find are, are very helpful for us. And a series of questions that when we're frustrated, we end up asking ourselves that don't lead us anywhere, mm-hmm. right? So questions like, well, why does this sound like doo-doo right now? <laughs> you know, that's, that can be a helpful question to us, right? But without more specificity, we don't really know where, where to go with that because that, that could be anywhere. So, like, how could I make this better? Okay, so there, there's at least one positive track we can go right. with that. Right? Mm-hmm. And so for me, it ends up being a a, a matter of finding the, the series of questions for that particular personality that is going to lead them to thinking differently, not the okay. way that I want them to think because mm-hmm. that's, that's, ugh. but I think more, uh, more along the lines of what's going to lead them to a space where they can actually step away from the frustration and look at things in an objective way for their practice. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's the, um, so yeah, I watch a lot of Criminal Minds to try and figure out people's <laughs> mindset, <laughs> But no, I, I uh, figuring out how they react, right? So some some people I think can do the really disciplined thing, and they and they they really need, um, at least by my observation, what they they need to be told what what it is, and they're not right. not so much they're self-driven to a point, mm-hmm. versus needing that external motivation to to you know put it on themselves right yeah not really external motivation then right but uh then those who are uh i get a lot of this for whatever reason maybe it's because i, I grew up kind of shy not kind of like really really shy yeah and and it's taken a big step for me that's always been the case of uh, like any comments i get back and still occasionally get comments back for like if there's an audition or whatever so like you you, you really could have played louder. Right. So like, okay. Um, That to me at this point is, is helpful as a reminder of like, Hey, did you really step out? Right. Um, But uh, other, other ways of finding those, those uh, motivators for that specific person. So yeah, I spent a lot of time observing um, and, and uh, preferably not not in a weird way, but observing a personality, right. Uh, Of how they react. Right. And I think, again, you mentioned ego a while back. um, And that's such a, where does that come in the field that that we need to protect ourselves? Right. Mm -hmm. And say, why are you really here for a lesson? Right. Am am I going to magically fix anything? It's like, no, I, I'm I'm not, I'm not that type of teacher. What I can do over time when I'm finding the students that that stick with me for, for, for years at a time um, that they, they're developing uh, that series of questions and being able to look at yourself and, and figure out, okay, am I, am I really doing this or am I kind of um, half-assing it? <laughs> right? mm-hmm. and, and that's, that's nothing, there's nothing new or profound or, uh, or, or groundbreaking that I think is uh, uh, profound
0: in its simplicity. I like that. Oh yes, Dean. Pooh. That's, that's, that's the that's the dowel poo right there oh there you go uh, yeah but you know there, there's a there's a technique that i used to use now it's, it's kind of hard to do it on the trumpet uh, but I, I actually kind of uh, adapted something that happened in austin powers <laughs> international man of mystery you know when he comes out of uh suspended animation and and his uh, internal dialogue has been shut down uh, the volume of our art.) <laughs> Yeah. So I started doing that with, with some of my martial arts students where they were having problems and I kept trying to figure out how do I understand what they're thinking? Now I had developed a strategy myself where I I was able uh, like you're doing voice imitations. uh, I developed the ability to imitate people's movements. Mm. So and that, that was a tool that I use sometimes when, when someone was doing something I couldn't figure out how to fix it. I would try to duplicate the movement and then think about what I had to do incorrect in order to get that, you know, so how I do the mind shift. So to try and get in somebody's head, I, I started thinking, well, what are they thinking? What are they actually thinking about? And so I asked them to do the series of movements and then whatever was going on in their head, just spew it out. And there was inevitably the okay, I'm doing this. I have no idea why I'm doing this. This is the stupidest thing I've ever done. And oh crap, I don't, I, what am I supposed to be doing there? And, and and you're able to hear those mental processes and you're able to find out where someone has a very clear idea of what they're supposed to do. And when it's that, and then I do this and I end up over here and now, and it was just a process of understanding the the uh, the the mechanics of their thoughts. Hmm. And I think that I've I've then transitioned to use that where now I spend regardless of whether I'm coaching someone on martial arts or music or meditation or or business, I like to listen to what people say. It's like mm-hmm. an NLP, right? You're you're listening for the patterns. You're listening for the words because those are what really those those recurring patterns. If someone says a specific phrase over and over and over again unconsciously, then that tells you what their programming is, and then you know how to break it. So um, I think that that your approach is just uh, really really brilliant for for trumpet playing, and you. Um, you know that that it's that marriage of the the mental approach the physical approach the the spiritual and, and by spiritual you know whether you're thinking high power or just that music is something that is just beyond us you know we're, we're tapping into this universal energy and uh, to be able to do that and express it is just it's amazing so you know my hat's off to you for you know if i had a hat my hat would be off to you well for- <laughs> i mean we, we both say here i'll take off my cap yeah, okay, but, but I, I, I appreciate
1: your words. Thank you. you know, the, I think we, we also get wrapped up in the, the an end result that sometimes we don't know what that end result is. Right? So I have I've one, one student, and this is a lot of my students remind me so much of me, right? Like, can't get something right, can't get something right, can't get something right right so mm-hmm. what what does that right we're talking about that, that series of questions can you tell me what that is supposed to sound like or sing it. can you do this and and oftentimes with, in response i get hmm? <laughs> right and i say so like so wait a second if if you can't tell me what it's what you want it to sound like where or or you, you don't have an idea of what it what it should look like if you're talking about a a, a form or or a, a movement if you don't have a concept of what it's supposed to be or what you want it to be, then you're, you're shoot, you know, you're aiming for a moving target that's always exactly. elusive. Right. So mm-hmm. th- that I think ends up being a, a, a major, major issue. And, and even for those of us who have been in it for a long time, you yeah. know, without us realizing, it just gets even more like, it's elusive, you know, the yeah. hiding in the shadows and, and, and digging that out. And, and, and again, that, that is that, that magic of when, when that happens, uh, it's cool to be there for it. Um, yeah. But if but if you're not, hey, you know, so long as they figure it out. But uh, yeah, it's 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 a special thing, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's like you said, finding the questions and uh, redefining. I, I like to call it flipping the script. You know, so yeah, it's like okay, well, this this sucks, and that's you know you hear that a lot. You know, God, this <laughs> sucks, and no, oh, I say, and then it's like, well, how can we flip that? You know, how can we change? I you know, I stink to. I'm in a position to improve myself, <laughs> yeah, and it's just that little mind shift that that uh, occurs. So, all right, well, we're going to do something here, Mr. Rom. And uh, when I was a, a young, up and coming trumpet player, uh, one of my trumpet teachers gave me a book called Nagel Speed Studies. I don't know if you ever worked out of those. <laughs> so uh nope never worked out it okay <laughs> so uh i have my own speed studies here these are basically rapid fire questions and just like oh, with speed boy. studies here we, here we where go. they're going to go all over the place so, there's- so you
1: remember when i was talking about crying and curling up in the fetal position this is the, hey. let me let me get ready
0: Is that like that scene in Ace Ventura with the, you know, (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So here we go. First question. And I think we kind of touched on this before, but uh, we're going to, you're going to go a little deeper. Hopefully biggest influence on your life. That is not a trumpet player.
1: Ooh. uh, Well, Jim Carrey. Okay. There you go. Favorite book. Oh. Oh, Bible, no. Um The the uh, uh oh mindfulness secrets by Jose Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually the 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 favorite book, the Magic of Thinking Big. I can't remember book. the author. I can't remember the author. The, sorry, but the Magic of Thinking Big.
0: All right, good. Worst movie you've ever seen? Um, My Life by Aaron Rahm. No, I'm kidding.
1: Uh, the the. <laughs> Uh, there, there was a Steven Seagal movie and I can't remember which, which one it was. it was one of the more recent ones Oh, um, and, yeah. and so you could probably
0: the 10 year time span the- anything after Under Siege was pretty much <laughs> nobody beats me in
1: the kitchen <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was jump the shark moment right there <laughs> okay uh, if you weren't a trumpet player or an educator what would you want to do uh, actor. Yeah, actor. There you go. Uh,
1: what's your favorite drink? Favorite drink? Are we talking about alcoholic or or, or, or non? You could do you could do a multiple. Uh, oh drink. man! If, if we're going, I mean. if you know, I we had discussed tequila before. I'm not a I'm not a big drinker. I never feel good. So i don't I don't drink very often, but if I need to wind down a little bit tequila mm-hmm. um, and and if you know on a, on a regular basis, I think I'm the probably the only person supporting this company right now, Celsius I, I for whatever wow. reason it's it's a they, they market it as an energy drink. I think mm-hmm. it makes me more tired than anything else, but for whatever reason, its just so delicious and uh, yeah.
0: Oh, so, it's okay. fun. It's I'll very highly check. caffeinated. Yeah. I will check that out. That could explain a whole lot, Aaron. Yep, uh, yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, you could have a dinner party with any three living people. Who would you Ooh. invite? Uh, Stallone.
1: Hmm. Schwarzenegger. Ooh. And the last one, you know, I the, the, the childhood one of me, Jim Carrey.
0: Okay, that would be
1: yeah. a, a very interesting uh, dinner party. It's a lot. Yeah, that's what happens when you get a lot of big personalities and very strong, dominant personalities in in in, in one room, and and just to see because I'd I'd be I'd be like you know fanboy over there like,
0: right. you know, just just like
1: wow, but uh, yeah, just because they they. Yeah. They, they let me watch action movies growing up in the, the, the real eighties action movies. The real ones. The yeah. Real ones. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, what well, if we could uh, have another dinner party, but you can invite three people from history, three people that are no longer with us.
1: I'd start with Abraham Lincoln. Cause of the beard Lincoln. Yeah. Cause of the beard are like, Hey, I want you to know that, that I I'm doing a much more aerodynamic version of, of your, of your beard. Um, and And I think him because uh it would be interesting not only for you know this isn't a political statement for for him to look at what's uh, to what's going on now and have a perspective and say like what do we do um uh historically i there's someone else I want to think of um the who who was uh my mind is going in so many different directions right now. This is, this is tough. I think the, the other one I would think to invite to a dinner party would be, uh, I'm blanking right now. I'm blanking. This I'm is blanking. so tough. This is uh, such a, a such a great question oh, because man. it's, you're talking about three people and I'm stalling. Yeah. I'm totally stalling yeah. right now. <laughs> um, three people that, we, we want a mix, right? We want exactly. that. And, and I'm totally defeating the purpose of the speed round here. Um, you know, if in, do, they have, do they have to be non-trumpet players? In this particular not, case? Not, Is they, not, historical anybody? figures?
0: Any, any historical figure.
1: Let's say because, let's say Bernstein, Leonard Bernstein. Okay. Bernstein, because we have to have a musician in there somewhere. And, and, and I say that because of my trumpet lineage Mm-hmm. To be like, okay, so I need to understand where where that stuff came from, right? Um, and let's say, man, can we come back to this one? <laughs> we can't. No, we can't. Okay, okay. Dun,
0: dun, 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 oh man, dun, dun. Oh,
1: jeepers, jeepers! This is my mind. Is that like, come on, Brandy. We we have a perfect functioning brain is not it, it, it's like that scene in homers in the in the simpsons right yeah <laughs> i know we, i know we don't work together very often but i need you here right now it's donuts well whoever well, well, invented donuts because they, they've yeah. changed my life
0: uh, that's that's okay we'll take it with that all right uh lacquer plated or raw
1: Ooh, um, plated but i do want to add an addendum because i'm actually playing a, a raw brass right trumpet right now uh, and I'm enjoying not having to clean it. It's wonderful. So there's that.
0: There you go. Yeah, my my acid in my skin eats through lacquer, so I, I can't I, I can <laughs> yeah, yeah. do that. So. Yeah. All right. What's your favorite quote?
1: I'm going to defer to Stallone on this one, and this is this is from the uh, the, the Rocky Balboa movie, not the not the, the ones before Creed. Uh, the world ain't all sunshine and rainbows very mean and nasty place it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it you mean nobody ain't gonna hit as hard as life but it ain't about how hard you hit it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward how much you can take and keep moving forward that's how winning is done there you go bravo 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 now I've, 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 I've been fortunate to be a best man at, at, at several weddings. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the people that asked me to show up. Yeah. And I, that was so quote cool that I, I, I did and it works in every situation.
0: So <laughs> now you know my secret. Okay. Now, now we know your, your, uh, wonderful technique there. Okay. Aaron, what is your biggest fear?
1: Uh, spiders. No, I, I think the, the biggest fear, uh, for me is is not is getting to the end of my life and not actually uh, looking back and saying, yeah, I went after that. I might not have succeeded, but I I I, I was I was too scared to go after that. Right? Yeah. that's my biggest fear. Yeah, like real real
0: uh, nightmare stuff. Yeah. Now yeah. you know. Yeah. Now I know that and spiders. Nope. Nope. Okay. You could only have one superpower. What would it be? To be able to think faster. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would say ability to control time. Control time. I think this is this is very much related to the, the, the other the other question you just asked. Uh, right. Psychologically, but uh, yeah, ability to control time and and not to be like super fast or anything to trick people but but to you know there 's a moment that you look back and say i didn't i didn 't live in that moment long enough i didn't i didn 't really look at it. Could I go back and do that yeah. you know, or or could I see what else is 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 coming yeah. to live there for not not permanently but to experience one more
0: time yeah okay, very cool. Uh, we'll work on the uh, screenplay for that superhero movie, and uh, oh, you know. that that was
1: trickery. That was yes. trickery. You, oh man! And the, here I was, you were you were you were doing a cast of characters with all with all the dinner party thing. Exactly. Ah, she's all right. Coming.
0: All right. Um, so we're going to go back. Uh, last couple of questions are going to be about the trumpet stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, what aspect of trumpet playing do you think is the most overrated? uh
1: <laughs> techniques f- like specialized techniques for high note screaming um and and i say that not not to piss off people i say that only in a way of of when when it's um when it's for a specific purpose good right but if that's all we want to do then we're missing out a lot mm-hmm. right so I guess it's not even the technique. The technique itself is important, but the way that we look at it rather is is the uh,
0: more important part. I think. Okay. Uh, what aspect do you think is the most underrated? Long tones. <laughs> Long tones. <laughs> Long tones. It is. Uh, okay. Uh, it, going back to your. uh, answer about your superpower you you do have the ability to go back in time now and uh give your younger self some advice uh about music what do you think of the advice you would want to give your younger self would be what to listen for
1: what to listen for um specifically about music um that was one thing where i if, if I, when we listen to something and we know we like it, it's like, oh, that's cool, but we don't really know why. And mm-hmm. not that we always need to dive into that. Sometimes, and oftentimes, maybe it's better that we don't. Um, but to say when you, when we're learning a craft, uh, knowing, knowing what to listen for is, is really super important. So knowing that concept sooner would have been
0: really, really helpful, I think. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And, uh, what advice would you give your younger self about life?
1: It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Um, take a step forward one step at a time. Tiny steps are okay. So long as you're taking a step forward.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, Aaron, my friend, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, this has been great. Thank you for your patience with me. Uh, it's okay. Grasshopper. <laughs> We're all good. <laughs> um, if people want to, uh, find out more about you, uh, see what's going on in your life. What's the best way to do that?
1: Uh, you know, I'm, I'm relatively active on Facebook and Instagram, Aaron Rom. Uh, but I do have a website, AaronRom.com, And then for, uh, for voice stuff, uh, there's the Aaron Um, uh, and check that stuff
0: out there all right awesome well i for one am looking forward to seeing the effects of your contribution to the world of trumpet uh both as a performer and educator uh i'm sure Thank that uh as the years progress that uh, you're going to make more and more of a stamp on the the uh landscape of trumpet and i just uh, look forward to hanging with you again real soon yeah, means the world. Thank you so much for talking with me this
1: morning and allowing me to blither on about things. <laughs> uh, <blither laughs> thank you so on. much.
0: Blither on, my friend. Blither on. All right. So, thank you for spending time with us today on The Trumpet Guru's Hang. And uh, as always, folks, peace and slide grease. We are out. Hey, thank you so much for hanging with us today. This podcast is all about creating connection through our mutual love for the trumpet life. I hope that you learned a few things about today's guest and had some laughs along the way. Don't forget to give us a review. We love those five-star ratings. And please share this podcast with your friends. We want to see our hang grow for show. Have a suggestion for a future topic or a guest? Hit me up at thetrumpetgurus at gmail.com. Our opening theme was written and performed by Lexi Signor, and all other music comes courtesy of The Greatest Funeral Ever. So in the words of W.C. Handy, life is like a trumpet. If you don't put anything into it, you don't get anything out. So go out there and let your trumpet sound. And I'll see you at the next hang.